and welcome to Help I Sex and My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas. Like, should I get a tattoo of my face on a Pez dispenser? What's a Pez dispenser? The Swedes. What? A tattoo of your face on a Pez dispenser? How does that even work? And how can I be a contestant on the show's Jordan North hosts? We need to get renewed first and then (laughs) And what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not usual agony ants, are we? William Hansen, the UK's leading etiquette expert. No, we're not, Jordan North radio presenter. I'm more Lynx of London. You're more Lynx Africa. Oh, it was a good, good... That was my choice of... Well, of course it was. Deodorant and skulls, Lynx Africa. Thank you to Carl from the Wirral for that one. After PE, everyone just stunk a Lynx Africa. Yeah. No. Not not at our school. Did you? No. Did you have to get showered after PE? I was encouraged, yes. Yeah, we used to just dodge him. I mean, I encouraged it, but... <laughs> I bet you did. That makes me sound weird. Who are we toasting to? We'll toast to Andrew Duckworth, uh, who came up with the title of our episode a couple of weeks ago about the pug with a plug. You know, the uh, the dog with the sex toy? Oh, yeah, and it, he put it in a comment, and it was so good, we've, we then titled the episode that. So, oh, that poor woman, she's I got know. to look her children in the eyes knowing that the dog's chewed on a butt plug. Um, so, Andrew Duckworth, thank you very much for the title. You too could inspire a video title if you, you comment appropriately on the, on the pre-release tease video that goes up on a Monday. Always reminds me of Jack Duckworth whenever the name Duckworth, mm. or Vera Duckworth. Yeah, I know what you mean. My algorithm's playing up at the moment on TikTok. Really? Is that I'm what they all say? Literally yeah. watching loads of episodes of classic curry. <laughs> I don't think that's playing up, darling. Honestly, it's fascinating. I think that knows you very well. Back then, the the, the storylines were so simple mm. and the scenes are a lot longer. Yes. Yeah. Has Blanche fallen down the stairs yet? No, they, we're talking 70s, 80s. Oh, okay, fine. And Vera and Jack were in that. Right. Oh, still to this day, when Vera died on Coronation Street... Sometimes I get really, really pissed and watch that back on YouTube. That is weird. It's it's so... She sat in a little armchair. I think I've talked about this before. Jack comes in from pub and she dies in a sleep sat up and he takes her shoes off and puts her little slippers on her. Oh. And he calls her my little swamp duck. It's very... I don't know... Yeah, anyway. Oh, that's nice. Talking of death, we haven't <laughs> spoken about this for a while. We haven't spoken about this at all, but it was a few weeks ago. Can we just take a moment? And I, this is actually not for laughs. I'm not doing this for Who's laughs. Who's died? Who do I need to send a card to? No, no one's died that you know. Barry Humphreys. Oh, yeah. My favourite ever comedian. Oh, sorry to hear about that. I was really sad. Yeah. As, was, as were a lot of people. Yeah. Dame Edna, I literally every day probably watch a video of Dame Edna on YouTube. Do you? And actually, my algorithm on TikTok is giving me a lot of Dame Edna. Yeah. A lot of clips I've never seen before as well. On talk shows and stuff. Yep. Same when Paul O'Grady died. Yep. Oh. Exactly. So now it's very sad. I never met Paul O'Grady. I'd love to have done. I never met Barry Humphreys. Did you not? No. Oh, I thought you did. Been in his presence a few times. Did you know Lucas, my former flatmate, and I went to go and see Dame Edna's last ever UK show? My mother bought me tickets, not knowing it. was. She went, oh, I bought you... She's coming to Manchester, I bought you tickets. Turns out it was the last ever UK show. And was it good? It was excellent. Oh. It was absolutely excellent. We, 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 we hooted. Did he live in Australia or in the UK? He died in Australia. I think he lived in Australia and the UK. 
As always, if you need our help with something, then we would love it if you got in touch. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexandmyboss.com or you can send us a tweet as a message on Instagram at sexandmyboss or you can write to William who promises a handwritten reply in his own letter paper. The address is on the website sexandmyboss.com. We've got an audience with us today. Yes. Yeah. We're like Steve Wright in the afternoon. What? Does he have an audience in the... <laughs> well, not anymore. Oh. Uh, but he did. I've seen him, actually. Did you? Yeah. I was going to work over a week and I seen him outside. Again, I've never met him. Oh, he's lovely. Yeah. You go and say hello. No, because did I tell you, I'm always worried about, um, why is everyone here today? Oh, at the time of recording, it was the Arias last night. Yes. The Industry Awards. Mm. Yeah. So everyone's from Audio Always, the production company that make it's here. Yeah. Hi, guys. Did I ever tell you, I seen one of my favourite radio presenters. I went up to him. Who is really this? This was a while ago. I, like most people, set my clock to the set my day to the radio so I wake up listening to Greg yes and then uh, Greg's on to about half ten and then at ten not I, about half ten no half ten half ten and then at ten I, I switch over to talk sport and listen to Jim White and Simon Jordan brilliant they are brilliant I never miss it listen to that for two hours and I usually get last hour of Ricky Melvin and Charlie and then I get um, last last 40 minutes or so of Dean and Vicky that you know radio went on my way in but yeah I've seen Simon Jordan on the tube he used to be the Crystal Palace chairman. I think he owned phones for you. Old car phone warehouse. One of them. I don't know where this story's going. Anyway, I seen him on tube and I felt like I disturbed him. He was nice and everything. I said I'm a big fan of your show. Gosh. The film rights available for that story? I don't know where that was going. No. It's well, going to be a great episode that's, today. That's nice. But look, but, but you, may, you probably need a holiday, which is a lovely segue into your holiday. And uh, guess where I'm going? You're going to America again, aren't you? I'm going to bruise my knees up till my stockings are down. And, and all, all that, that jazz. Gonna find a whoopee spot where the gin is cold and the piano's hot. And all, all that, that jazz. I'm going to Chicago. For those yeah. that don't know. Yeah. Nice. So I'm, I'm going out there because I had some of those points left over. Yes. And, and what are points win? Prizes. Thank you. That ITV daytime quiz show's on its way, so don't you worry. Um, and I'm I'm going to see my old uni mate out there, Essex Dan. <laughs> and where's Dan from? Essex. Right. Well, actually, no, he's from Ipswich. Well, why the hell is he called Essex Dan? I don't know. You've just anyway. So I've not seen him for years, and I went to uni with him, and he's out there. And I thought I'll go out and he's see him. Illinois Dan he's now with his wife, who's okay. called Jordan. She's called Jordan as well. Yeah. Okay. And his. Uh, Baby, oh God, what's his kid called? I never know any of my mates' kids' names. Boy or girl? Boy. Peter. Mm, we'll be here all day. Okay, fine. But yeah, I'm going out to Chicago. You've been, haven't you? I've been to Chicago several times. The Windy City. Yes. Oh, with my air. No, oh God, it's not actually named after the bloody wind. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. It's named after filibustering in the Illinois Parliament or something like what? that. What? It's windy. It is a... Come in. Hey! Hello. Hello. Yeah, come in. Who is that? Sean. Oh, hi, Sean. <laughs> I can't see. Um, it is a bit windy, but it's not actually windy. Like the windy city comes after a political thing. Oh, okay, fair enough. I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, Gene Leavers. Sean, do you want to make any more noise? <laughs> <laughs> Joking. <laughs> oh, I never knew that. What can I do in Chicago? An architecture riverboat tour. I want to go to a jazz bar. 
Okay, well, you can do that as well, but during the day, an architecture riverboat tour. No, you no. But Chicago is beautiful. You know they use it for like as a stand-in for New York in lots of films when they can't actually afford to film in New York. They do that in Manchester now as well. Yes, exactly. That's it's like going New York, Chicago, Manchester, right, Liverpool. And then if you go on an architecture riverboat tour, you get to see the the river is so blue. You know, think of the Thames, disgusting. Yeah. Think of the Hudson, grim. The Chicago River, beautiful. I kind of want to go as well to Rigby's. The stadium? No, it's where Keenan and Kel used to work. Right. Did you? Did they not film their tent in LA? Oh, did they? I want to go, because that's all I really know. I want to get a Chicago town pizza, and I want to go to Rigby's where Keenan... Do you remember Keenan and Kel? Yes, uh, yes, I do. Who loves orange soda? Jordan loves orange soda. Kel loves orange soda. Is it true? Mm-hmm. I do, I do, I do. Who? McDonald's University. There's a university? McDonald's University, and you can have McDonald's dishes from all over the world. They've got a university for McDonald's? Yes, and it's in Chicago, very near where you're staying, actually. Oh, okay. Five-minute walk. Mm. It's fascinating, What else can I do? Oh, if I see Keenan or Kel, I'd lose my shit. (laughs) Um, I'll be honest, the the Chicago deep pan pizza that we had, deep dish, Mm. mm, it's nice, but I think I prefer normal pizza. I love, there's one in Soho called Japes. They do really good deep pan pan pizza pish. Pitch, 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 pitch. Put your teeth in. Pizza pitch, uh, thing, yeah. Do you remember Gene Devers? I won't ask him because I don't think you watched it. But in my school, there was a rumour that Kel died. And this was before the internet, so yes. you couldn't... Did you ever watch it? I did used to watch it. In yeah. between Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I never liked Sabrina. Did you not? Never, could never get into it. No. Oh. There was another one as well. I loved Recess. Yes. Uh, scandalous. I loved Recess. <laughs> Um, my mate Rick looks like Gus Griswold on his stag do. I don't know. The stag do we went before we started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know who Rick him. is. I know I that you went to the stag do. I'm him not. Up as Gus Griswold. I'd, what was the other one that I could never quite get into? That everyone loved as a kid. I didn't like Sabrina though. Oh no, I like. I like Clarissa. Yes. Okay. Explains it all. Saved by Bell were a bit before my time. Yeah. Um, you'll have a lovely time in Chicago. I think it's a beautiful city. I prefer it to New York. Do you? Yeah, I love New York. Don't I get me wrong. New York. Oh, okay. I prefer Chicago. It's like... A, so in the residential areas... So in New York, you walk down a residential area and all their bin bags are out the front on the pavement, the sidewalk, for mm. bin people to collect. What they did when they planned Chicago is they put all the telephone wires, those awful cables, and the, the utilities things behind the houses in, in what in the north would be called a ginnel. So you actually walk, can walk down a the street. There's no bin bags... There's no ugly wires. It's all very architecturally beautiful because they're all hidden behind the houses. So take note of that. Do you remember what I... Go on. And the three levels. Oh, yeah. Every on... road is repeated three times. That's so amazing. So you have quick travel, long-haul travel, and then utility vehicles. So there's no congestion. Will it be cold when I'm there? Because apparently no. it snows. Not, not in May. Do you remember when I got to um, New York and I got told off? Because we're in New York at Times Square. I've always wanted to go. Uh. I think and I, I got like a pizza in the street, a dollar pizza. Right. Well, the first thing I said about New York was, God, how big are their bin bags? They have massive bin bags. Yes. And I was like, you're in Times Square. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. You noticed the bin bags, not yeah, the Yeah, they have massive bin bags in New York. <laughs> well, you're going to have a nice time. Thank you. I can't wait to hear all about it. I'm very jealous. We love it. We, it was our first holiday post-COVID. Oh. So we particularly love it because it was sort of just, and to be honest, we could have gone anywhere and we would have loved it. So because of 
COVID. So yeah, you can have a nice time. Thanks for the hotel recommendation as well. It's a pleasure. Mm. Well, don't do what? What if you, me, and you have slept in the same bed? They'll have changed it. Well, we've they? slept in the same bed before. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, I'm looking forward to it. What's been going that's on? That's how in... we created Ben. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good for you. Really Thank good. You. I'm looking forward to it. I'll uh, I'll I'll fill you in when I get. <laughs> Are you back? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what's going on with you? Um, do you know what? I, a few people have said this to me over the last year when we, I greet them for the first time. I greet them for the first time. And what's the etiquette when you greet someone that you've never met before? Shake the hand. Exactly. I put my hand out. Big, nice, big smile. So lovely to meet you. I've heard so much about you. And they go, oh, I'm a hugger. And then they hug you. What Australians have you been meeting? I don't care if you're a hugger. I'm a handshaker. Now, I, where are we with this? Because in this mm. current climate, can we hug? I don't think... Can you hug in work? You can hug people you know, but a hug is intimate. There is a level of intimacy mm. with a hug. I've never met someone before. No, I'm not a hugger, and I'm at the point you where... You are a hugger. Yes. You love a squidgy squeeze. Yes, but not, not always... with people I don't know. Oh, OK. I want a little bit of distance. We've got to build up to something. Is it a hug them the first time? What the heck am I doing the third time? I you don't put out on a first date, do you? I don't go on first dates. Um, so, yes, I would. Uh, I don't like people that say I'm a hugger, and the next person that says that to me is going to regret it. Didn't a top CEO get done for that recently? Probably. He's quite huggy with his staff. Yeah, I think in the workplace, particularly in a more serious office environment, I would not hug anybody. Mm. Obviously, if you're friends with them, you can hug them outside of work in a consensual way. Who's your favourite person to hug? Who's my favourite person? Apparently, I'm a good hugger. People tell me I'm a good hugger. Are you big or little spoon? It's got nothing to do with hugging. That's a hug in a way. It's a cuddle, isn't it? Or a kutch, if you're in Wales. A kutch. Mm. Okay. Um, well, I'm not going into that, but <laughs> I... I... Yeah, well, who's the best person to hug? I think you're a good hugger. My mum's a good hugger. Yes. Oh, speaking of Wendy, watch the new Peter Pan and Wendy film over the weekend. Yeah. It's very difficult to watch that film when you're a gene diva. Why? Oh, because at numerous points in the film, we have this. Wendy? Can I borrow your potato peeler? <laughs> no, but then they don't say potato peeler. Wendy? Can you tell us a bedtime story now? No. And I'm screaming, going, no, that's not the line. <laughs> Is it got the new Peter Pan film? I liked it, yeah. I mean, yeah. I love, Mikey and I both love Peter Pan growing up, so it's nice to watch. There are a couple of decisions they've taken I wouldn't have taken, but it's a good film. Is it as good as Hook? I need to rewatch that to compare. Hook's great. Now, Hook, I don't mind, because they can take whatever creative licence, because it's not a faithful retelling of the Peter Pan story. It's like a, this happened next. Oh, you love Peter Pan. We used to always take to see the statue when I lived in... Yes, yeah. exactly, yeah. I know, my first outfit was a Peter Pan outfit. There's probably a photograph of me dressed as Peter Pan somewhere. That's sweet. I know. I was yeah. a Thunderbird. Yeah, there's a picture of me in a Thunderbird outfit. Which Thunderbird were you? I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love... Anyway, so no, it's worth a watch, but um, when they every time they go, Wendy, it is slightly problematic. What outfits did you have as a kid? Did you have, like, Bob the Builder, police... Do you remember the policeman one, which was a bib? I... You just put a bib on and then the hat. Yeah, I had a policeman, a cowboy... No, <laughs> a builder. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you have? Uh, I had a lot of army outfits. <laughs> And had the policeman one. Do you remember those cars? Are those cars still a thing? Those big yellow and red cars? 
You mean a taxi in New York? No, the ones that you just did, like, Flintstones with your feet that kids had. Oh, red and yellow. Yeah. Yes, Little Tyke, I want to say. Was that the brand? Was it? It's a brand, not a search term. I had Batman as well. I was Batman. Were you? Mm. Nice. Well, lovely. Um, I was listening uh, to some up-and-coming music uh, on my iPod. Oh, God, it's like drives with my grandma sometimes. And I found this new artist called Stevie Wonder. (laughs) And at the end of I Just Called to Say I Love You, which is a great song... I just call... I'm not going to do an impression. Look how Stevie Wonder... Obviously, I'm the greatest musician of all time because I think I gave him this idea. Look how he ends the song. Does he do a cha-cha-cha? I gave him that idea. You said that every song should end with a cha-cha-cha. Every song is automatically improved with a cha-cha-cha at the end of it. You listen to any radio, put a cha-cha-cha on the end, great. Uh-huh. And Stevie has listened to my advice and created that song. I must also say as well, Gene Divas, that William is a very good friend. Um, this week I've been having a lot of trouble with my laptop. I've yes. got a new laptop. Uh, by the way, in the laptop shop, so many people have worked there, Gene Divas. It still amazes me how many people listen. Yeah. Uh, like, usually you go in there, not all the time, but there couldn't be enough people wanting to help me. Mm. There's about four Gene Divas, two, but anyway... Um, and they come up to say hello. He actually served you last time you was in there. I know the one. Yes, yeah. he's lovely. He's a big gene diva. Yeah. Can I also say, I went into that shop literally the same day that you went in in the evening because Mikey needed something from that no, shop. No, no, no. You knew I got a new laptop, so you had to get one as well. <laughs> no, 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 no. I haven't got a new laptop. Um, and uh, no one came up. <laughs> oh, thought, really? Like, oh, they all came up. All, all gene divas. I go in thinking, here we go. <laughs> Full house today. Well, foolish house. Not nothing. You may not know this, Genius, but I'm a bit of a technophobe, aren't I? I'm not very good. I'm not great with technology, am I? No. So you've pretty much helped set up my new laptop and yes. get all my files from my older one to the other one. Yes, and uh, indeed helping you procure the uh, the lap- get the laptop. Uh, and you bought the laptop, and then I go, oh, have I done the right thing? Yeah, because... Yeah. Yes, you need a new laptop. You've got a really old laptop. Buy a new laptop. Yeah. You need it for work. But you've got the patience the same, because I guess you're such... You've asked, you have been thinking about getting this laptop for five weeks. 18 months. Okay, yeah. fine. Well, I've been involved for the last five weeks. You've got such... Because if you text me, I'd be like, piss off, I've just finished work. <laughs> I'm not helping you. Control, alt, delete, and then put your password in. I've Control, been... alt, delete? Not uh, on that laptop. Do you know? I've always been rubbish with technology. Yeah. Mm. Are you enjoying your new laptop? Is that still going on from last week? Yes. Bloody <laughs> hell. <laughs> They still haven't finished. They still haven't finished, have they? No. Bloody hell. Uh, yeah, I'm enjoying my new laptop. Good. Yeah. Sorry, Gene Divas. Um, in the other last week's episode, they were drilling. Whole seven days ago. And still seven days later, they're bloody drilling. What are they drilling in there? Glory holes. <laughs> Should we go to the break? <laughs> what are you off to? William! William, come back! What would you do? <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> If it drilled an hole in and then a willy just come through, <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> um, <laughs> should we go to Jordan's joke of the week? Um, I think Pete's there. Yeah. Oh, I need to get one. Wait there. If you like a chap who's cheeky and northern, you're in for a treat. 
with our Jordan And if a giggle is what you seek You're sure to love Jordan's jolly joke of the week Cha-cha-cha Go on, pass us the book, get the book Yeah, I'll, I'll get it Go on, keep all this in, it's part of fun Oh, did I tell you, what did Cinderella do when she got to the ball? Choked Yeah, I've done that one God, I'm out. Right, we'll have a look in the dad jokes book here we go. Who is the coolest doctor in the hospital? And I'll tell you the punchline after the break. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp. Jordan, I've got a little something for you. Oh, go on. Well, this one is a metaphorical little something. There have been plenty of actual gifts recently, but if I could give you an extra hour in your day, other than scroll mindlessly on social media, what would you do with it? What would I do? If I'd, I'd read. You'd I'd, read? Yeah, I'd spend a good hour reading. Even more reading? Yeah. You love a good book? I do. I'm not reading much at the moment. But Are yeah. you not? No. How about you? What would you do? I'd do a bit more ironing. Okay, of course. Yes. You know I love ironing everything. Mm-hmm. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. They provide access to UK mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise, no referral needed. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash sexted. That's betterhelp.com slash sexted. Okay, Gene Beavers, thanks for sticking with us. It's now time for our joke of the week. Who is the coolest doctor in the hospital? Oh, I don't know. Who is? A hip consultant. You could pretend to laugh. <laughs> Edit that uh, in. How do you make a Swiss roll? Push it down the hill. You push him over. <laughs> My wife caught me cross-dressing and said it's over. So I packed her clothes and left. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We got there in the end. We got there in the end. Anyway, let's go to listeners' problems. Okay. Where are we? This one is from Anonymous. Oh. Dear William Jordan, executive producer Ben and Diego, this happened many years ago when I was teaching in a college up north. I needed a blank CD to store some data on out for our younger listeners. Could you tell them what a CD is? It's a compact disc. Okay. Uh... (laughs) to store some data and went to my boss to request one. He told me that he had a spindle full of blank CDs on his desk, so to help myself. I found said spindle, it's like Sleeping Beauty, I found said spindle and chose one about a third of the way through in case the top ones had been used. I returned to my computer and tried to transfer the data across. I kept getting messages saying there was not enough available space, so I assumed that my documents were too large. Large. I compressed them and tried again. Eventually, I thought that I had been successful, so checked the CD. How long ago was this? Years ago? Years ago, clearly. None of my files were there, but there was a video file. Obviously, I looked. I wish I hadn't, but I looked. I watched the video of my boss setting up a camera against some books on a shelf. A little while later, a very curvy lady enters and settles herself on the sofa. You can imagine the rest. I can't bring myself to type what I saw. I have no clue if the lady was aware that she was being filmed. Oh, God. I never told my boss. I never went anywhere without my own stash of blank CDs after that, and I moved to another college soon afterwards. I guess I'm wondering if I should have told him. Uh, Would I achieve anything by letting him know that he had scarred me for life? What is the etiquette around informing your boss that you have watched their homemade porno? Please keep me anonymous as I'm a maths teacher and need to keep up the pretense that I'm a boring nerd with no secrets. Yours, anonymous. I wouldn't have told the boss, would you? 
No. No, I wouldn't have done. That's literally sexted your boss, but in the old days, isn't it? Well, it's your boss has sort of sexted you, I guess. I, yeah. Um, I would... No, I think you've done the right thing there. Clearly still scars you, but yeah. I think you've done the right thing for sure. Thank heavens for the cloud. Then you won't have that problem again. Really? Do you know, someone the other day... Sorry, this is really... T this is one for the nerds. Do you know what an SRT... Alex will know what an SRT file is. Don't call Alex a nerd. No, 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 but he's... You just he's said this one for the word. Nerds. No, because... No, 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 sorry, yes, Poor okay. Poor Alex. No, Alex, you're not a nerd. But you're a video person. Is a Ollie bit. is a video person. <laughs> a dot SRT... I'm joking. A dot SRT file is a subtitle file, yes? It's a text file. It is minute, okay? Like, in terms of file size, it's not even megabytes, it's kilobytes. Do you know how someone sent me a... SRT file the other day. We transfer. Okay, you see they're laughing. We transfer for a 0.7 kilobyte file. Wow. I don't know what you've just said there. Wow. I don't know what just happened, but I reckon. But that... we transfer is what you use to send like gigabytes worth of stuff, big files, not the equivalent of a NAT. How long have we known each other? A while. Twelve years. Plus. 13? Yeah. That's the most boringest conversation we've ever had. That is the most boringest no, thing that's ever come out of Some people will be interested in that. I'm so sorry, but... Anyway, back to Anonymous's letter. It's what happens when you get married, Gene Devers. That's a bit harsh. Sorry. Sorry. No, you will be. Um, I would not say anything and move on. Yeah. I want to know, though, Anonymous, what did you do? Like, did you give the CD back? What are you getting at here? Well, no, or did you throw it away? Like, did you snap it in half and chuck it in a bin? Well, he wants to know if you had a wank or not. I do not want to know that. I just want to know what you did, whether you popped it back in for some unfortunate, poor unfortunate soul, turned into Ursula, to pick out the CD and... Yeah, have you, but have you still again. got... The, get back in touch, have you still got the CD? Or did you snap it in half, which I probably would have done and popped it in the bin? Get back in touch and let us know if you still got the CD. And if you have, send it to us. <laughs> And we'll try and find somewhere to play that. We could play that to you and get your reaction. This is from Cara Swanziger. Dear William and Jordan, I have an etiquette question for William. You've mentioned quite a few times that clinking during a toast is common. Is this true everywhere? Are there countries when one should clink their glasses? Great I, question. I live in the USA. Is it also common to clink here? I know etiquette isn't the same in every country, so I wanted to check. Thanks for all the laughs, Cara Swanziger. Well... You can clink in certain countries. In certain Asian countries, it is considered good luck to clink because the noise is considered to send a reverberation to get rid of the evil spirits. But also, particularly in China, the wine glasses they use are tiny, tiny, tiny because Chinese wine is incredibly strong, uh, and so actually clinking is less of a problem. Whereas when we are using bigger, more delicate glassware, it's not great. If it's from Ikea, clink. If it's not, don't clink. <laughs> And actually, a lot of people Rule thumb. tag me. There's a photograph in, of the 2018 state banquet for China uh, that Queen Elizabeth hosted, and the then Duke and Duchess of Cambridge were in attendance. Um, Catherine is in a beautiful red dress, tiara, and there is a photograph that does the rounds of her clinking with, I think, the Chinese uh, premier, Xi Jinping, and they clink. And everyone goes, oh, look, the Duchess of Cambridge, broke out a cat. But it's because in China they clink. And so she was being a good host or co-host 
and clinking. So she did not break etiquette, but I that doesn't fit nicely into a little tweet. So oh, okay. I'm going to say it here. Um, so can you clink in NYC, New York? No. No, okay. No, in American etiquette, you don't clink in formal dining. Do you know what's been doing the rounds lately? A lot of people have tagged me in. Mm-hmm. The you eating a banana. <laughs> the etiquette. I told the court to get rid of that video. Have you actually? No. When did you film that? Oh, years ago. Oh, God. What were you Can you thinking? not tell? What do you mean, what was I thinking? It's crucial how to eat a banana with cutlery. Peel the skin and eat it. Just don't make eye contact with anyone whilst you're doing it. Simple. There's your etiquette. If you are going to do the peel method, eating a banana, we should do this. Yes, you are right, don't make eye contact, but also don't eat it like that. Why? <laughs> Break a bit off. No, just get it in. <laughs> Break and eat. Just get it in. Once it's in, it doesn't hurt. I wouldn't know. This is from Anonymous. You finished? How do you eat an apple? Um, you can also do that with cutlery. Okay. Dear William Jordan and EPB, I'm a teacher working in a large secondary school. Due to the nature of my role, I provide workshops to other schools locally. This was working well until my head teacher informed me I couldn't attend a pre-planned workshop and could not give me a reason as to why I couldn't go. I was infuriated and went to express my frustration to my line manager, deputy head, and used a few unkind words in my anger and frustration. Later that day, my line manager approached me in a fluster. She explained that before our conversation, she had left a voicemail to the head teacher and had accidentally forgotten to hang up. Meaning our entire conversation was recorded. This is the stuff of anxious dreams, this. So my question is this. Do I own up to the fact I was complaining, or do I act as if nothing has happened and hope she doesn't listen to the message? Kind regards, Anonymous. I don't know, because it's going to be one of those things that just plays on your mind for ages, for weeks and weeks. I don't know. I just say, can I have a word? I'm really sorry. But what would you say? Shall we roleplay this? Uh, Yeah, okay. Okay, so I'm the headmaster, or headteacher, whatever they're called now. Off you go. Hello. Hello. I think we need to talk. All right, please come and take a seat. Um, look. No, keep your trousers on. Um, okay. Um, you might have heard me talking behind your back. Oh, where? Um, I believe. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> you, had, you had the beans for lunch as well. Excuse me. You might have heard me talking about you behind your back, and I believe it was a voice note. I just had a really stressful day, and I think sometimes we all need to vent, and I oh. hope... I hope this doesn't affect our relationship together. What, I haven't heard it. What did you say? I basically said that you're an absolute arsehole and you're the worst person I've ever worked with and that you couldn't run a bath, never mind a school. Is this... And I actually think you're really incompetent and possibly the worst person I've ever met in my life. Do you actually think that? Yeah, but the point is I just wanted to get it out of the way and just... Not let any tension between us. Okay. And also, your breath stinks. Okay, and scene? <laughs> and can I just say that everyone knows you're shagging Mr. Bean, the PE teacher. <laughs> Mr. Bean? So, I think that's a bit inappropriate. And also, the Ofsted inspection was all your fault. And scene. Okay. I, can I, I do like what you did there in that I think you should own the fact that... You did it. And I would say, I said some really hurtful things. I And I would say, I said X, Y, and Z. I think you have to go in and you have to go, well, this is what I said. I would appreciate if you could delete that message. I'm really sorry, it won't happen again. It was unprofessional of me. I think you have to own it, admit what you said, rather than euphemistically talking about what you said. Yeah. And they might leave the school soon. 
Head teachers. Well, you might leave the school sooner. Head teachers' days are pretty numbered, aren't they? Really? Where's yeah, that come from? It's like you don't. They usually leave after four or five years, don't well, they? Well, it depends how well they do. It's like they're a doing. CEO of a big footsie company. They only do about six years max, don't right, they? Right. Yeah. I'm going to anonymise this, but I was out for dinner with some friends last night, obviously, and um, they. You are out more than cat. They were driving, and along the road, they're a gay couple, and driving along the road, uh, the other side driving, was a, was a man in quite tight shorts, very, an attractive, well-built man. Okay. And uh, because they had jumped in the car quite quickly to get somewhere, my friend, who we'll call Bob, uh, had put the phone just in, under, his, under his legs, under his sort of th- in, on the seat, but sort of wedged in. And they were, they were literally going down the road. Anyway... He makes a comment about the thighs and, you know, how he potentially could enjoy those thighs, I believe. And his boyfriend made a similar comment and made, did it. I can't remember exactly what they said, but the word baby was involved. And the next thing, you know, Bob hears this tinny noise and uh, between the seat and his thighs, he's uh, on speakerphone, dialed his father, who heard the entire conversation. No. Oh, God. Are you joking? No. Oh, really? Yeah. That's quite embarrassing. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. But it would have, if that happened to me, I mean, I wouldn't say could that. Could have wronged him to its Yes. Could be. Uh, yeah, it could be a lot worse. Anyway, I think the father didn't really hear. Okay. We hope. But again, I'm li- oh, oh. <laughs> Carry on. I've seen that friend recently, actually. Bob. Seen Bob recently. Did yeah. you? Where did you see Bob? Bumped into Bob, but I won't tell you where because you might give too much away. <laughs> I know where. Yeah. Well, I can guess. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, this is from Kaylee. Dear William Jordan PB and every single one of Jordan's impressions. Let's not go through them now. No, let's not. <laughs> I hope you're well. I have a dilemma I would really like your advice on. Is it ever okay to say no to being a bridesmaid? Oh. My boyfriend of seven years has a younger brother who has recently proposed to his girlfriend. She has spoken to me about weddings before and she has always casually mentioned me being a bridesmaid when referring to her future dream wedding. Here is my concern. I'm a bigger girl who lacks confidence. I'm If I'm oh. in a clothing shop, I know to go straight to the back of the clothes rack. I wear black to blend in as much as possible and I hate to stand out. I dread having my photos taken and know I would feel so self-conscious on their big day, not to mention all the bridesmaids' duties such as dress, hair, makeup, trials and days slash nights out. I'm conscious of ruining her wedding photos but I'm also conscious of hurting her feelings and saying no. Recently I lost three and a half stone and to use the much hated phrase, I'm on a weight loss journey. Hopefully one day I can have a wedding with photos of my own, but I don't want to push myself too far too soon that I get stuck in that downward spiral again. I'm fully aware she may not even ask me, however if she does, I would like to know how to best deal with the situation. Am I okay to say no to being her bridesmaid, or am I in the wrong as I know their wedding day is nothing at all to do with me, it is their big day and I know even asking this might sound selfish. I would really appreciate your help on this, thank you for always being there. Your forever listener, Kaylee. Oh, Kaylee. What well, a lovely letter. First of all, um, you won't ruin their photos. You absolutely won't ruin their photos. And if you're not up for it and it's going to cause you loads of anxiety and sleepless nights and worrying and, and things like that, it probably is best to tell Be honest. your uh, boyfriend's brother's fiance. Yep. Yeah, I nailed uh, that. Your boyfriend's younger brother's yep. girlfriend, then fiance. Is, best to just be honest with her saying I'm really really sorry and I hope you can understand and just say everything you've said in that letter say Mm. to her 
But yeah, that's really hard to hear that you're lacking a bit of confidence at the moment. And congratulations on losing all the weight as well. Yeah, I think you have got to be honest. I think just just tell them, like, I'm so happy for you. I'm happy to support you in any other way, but this is how it's going to make me feel. I don't want to worry. I want you to have the best day possible. Yeah. Please can I help in some other way and you let someone else Perfect. be a mate. Perfect. Please can I help in some other way. But I don't think it's unreasonable to say. And if any of your friends ever say that to you, if you're the bride, for example, and someone says to you, then I think you have to graciously accept it. Don't push it. Because mm. also you want your bridesmaids all to be sort of, you know, relaxed. You don't want a stressy bridesmaid. You don't want to stressy anyone in the wedding party. So no. if you're going to have someone that's there stressing, it's not going to lead to a good day. That's true. Should we do one more? One more. Another anonymous, but with a heart emoji at the end. Hi, Jordan, William, Ben and Diego. My aunt went to a dinner party and was utterly scarred by the most harrowing story. One of the couples was staying at the wife's parents' house for a visit. He came home drunk after a night out with the lads, then had the idea of waking her up with a nice surprise. So he gets undressed and gets under the covers at the foot of the bed and climbs his way up and surprises her with a bit of tongue action. I can't read this. Oh, God. Um. However, he had gone into the wrong bedroom and realised he was going down on his mother-in-law. <laughs> they were both very surprised. This can't be true. This leads me to two etiquette questions. Firstly, the wife understandably hates that he tells everyone. For some reason, he finds it hilarious and not embarrassing, but of course, she is embarrassed. As a host or guest, what is the etiquette of handing a drunk person who is not taking the hint? Even though it is funny and shocking a story, she's obviously pissed off, and that's not nice. Secondly, how would you handle the situation if your husband, wife or partner kept telling an embarrassing story when drunk? Much love, and please don't ever stop your podcast. Anonymous. Genuinely... Every week or every couple of weeks, we get a letter and I think, a dog chewing a butt plug, Spider-Man, igloo-ing. I, I don't think they can get any worse. And then... And then they do. And then they do. He went down on his mother... There's so many things wrong here. So many questions. Is it wrong I want to know at what point the mother-in-law went, stop? <laughs> <laughs> because that would make it doubly worse. Well, first of all, if you don't like the story, you need to say, you know that story you always tell when we go out? Don't. Don't. It's not funny. You've just got to put them down there and then. I mean, don't knock the confidence. It's got nothing to do with confidence. <laughs> but, yeah. I also, can I just also say, what is bizarre about this letter other than the actual premise? I am... Abs- the etiquette question is not, how the hell do you then attend family gatherings? I am Like, abs- there's no, what do you say to your mother-in-law? I'm absolutely flummoxed. The only flummoxed. Th- I am. I'm flummoxed. Is that the right word? Yes. Yeah. The only thing I can say is, at least it wasn't his mum. Good. That's made that a bit worse. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. And I'm just, I'm a bit mortified. And I'm not squeamish. I, we've heard it all on this podcast, but that's, that's, I'm speechless at that. Your advice, please, William. Definitely left a nasty taste in my mouth. <laughs> I mean, it's I don't really have. I, I have no life advice. It reminds me of the time I got went into the wrong hotel room. Yes, that was bad enough. I mean, I weren't just in the wrong hotel room; I was in the wrong hotel. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I just. I just. I'm going to be thinking about that all day. Well, don't, not like that. Oh, God. 
Should we just trash on? Yeah. Always remember, Gene Divas, you can listen every Tuesday and Friday, watch us on YouTube on Sundays, and share us on your socials all week. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextofmyboss.com. Or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sextofmyboss. Or you can write to William, he promises a handwritten reply on his own le- le- letterhead of paper. The address is on the website sextofmyboss.com. When you send those yes. um, letterhead of papers, yes. do you lick the envelope? Yeah. And nothing else. I, uh, I'm going to do some more reply. I haven't, I haven't replied for a couple of months. I'm, I've got a big wodge, I believe. Have I? <laughs> and, uh, so I've heard. Uh, and I'm going to write and reply to people. So I'm on it. See you next week. Bye. If, if we're allowed back. Yeah. Thank you.